This podcast is sponsored by Hibu, an award-winning e-commerce fulfillment provider, helping online businesses grow by taking care of all their order fulfillment needs, picking, packing, and posting products to customers all over the world. Fuel your growth and fulfill your ambitions with Hibu. Welcome to Three Peeps in a Podcast, the bonus show. A seven-side Sunday to remember as City run out comfortable winners. Three points, another clean sheet, a second 2-0 win on the trot, another Tommy Conway goal. A great week to be a City fan, sees us up to seventh in the league. A very happy birthday for Alex Scott and for the gaffer himself, Nigel Pearson. And Matt, what a difference a week makes in football. Yeah, I mean, the Wigan game, we took a point, but I think we were all slightly disappointed having taken the lead in the, the manner of, of kind of how the, the game panned out. And then you see a performance, which I, I said was arguably the best under Nigel Pearson on Tuesday against Luton. And then we kind of go in, match it and better it, really, in the, a seven-side derby yesterday. And I guess, again, it's why we all love football, isn't it? You know, you, you go from the the lows to, to the absolute highs in um, you know, we, we know there's every chance we'll be knocked down again next weekend, but that's why we love it, is the the anticipation. But yeah, a, br- a brilliant week. And as you said, two two good wins, four goals, two clean sheets. Um, you know, the, probably the only downside was that the Mark Sykes sending off. Right. Other than that, it's been brilliant. Yeah, the, the poll on uh, the Twitter at 3PIAPC was correct. 65% people expected... A win, um, and obviously off the back of that 2-0 win in a week, hardly surprising. So, yeah, 65% correct there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, like I said to you yesterday, I, I thought oh, a yeah, draw... Oh, you were surprised, and, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. That, but especially at that, that sort of volume, because um, I guess it shows just how well we played against Luton. But in, in a derby, especially with Cardiff, although I think I read yesterday that's the fifth straight derby victory for us. Yeah, but you, um, should, you should know and remember that Cardiff get battered everywhere they go. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> Lee's three words were Conway crushes Cardiff. And I'm going to bring our guest in now, Matt. And it's someone who I sat next to for many a year in the Dolman stand. And I've told him that this is a family show. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, but commitment to the cause from Mark, who travels up from Cornwall for a, every home game. And uh, a good three and a half hours, four hours drive home yesterday in traffic mark how are you sir very good thanks patch very good yes i have remembered it's a family show don't worry (laughs) (laughs) don't forget toby's listening um just just admiring that cornish tan patch (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. no it's a nightmare seeing his pictures from cornwall all the time um mark thanks for joining us on the podcast your your key takeaways from yesterday Oh, for me, yesterday and and the difference we see in this 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 season from the tail end of last season and especially the drudgery of the middle of last season was the sheer energy on the pitch yesterday and the commitment. I just thought it was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And it, and it, it's it, it was led by I know we're going to get into this later on by the two young lads in 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 Masingo and in, in Conway, but they those two the energy they put into the game. It just went through the rest of the team, I thought. Yeah, it comes to something, doesn't it, when Vyman doesn't stand out as much because throughout his tenure, he's been the energy. But when others are doing it as well, Vyman doesn't stand out as much. Absolutely, Patch. Absolutely. You know, 
people have talked about Weimann running around. In fact, sometimes Weimann gets accused of running around like a headless chicken. But when you've got more energy on the pitch, Weimann's energy is just the same as some of the others. Um, and I thought that from yesterday, it followed on from Tuesday. In fact, you have to say, so far this season, we have shown a lot more energy on the pitch. Uh, but they're bringing those two guys into the starting lineup, absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do our check-in. Um, episode 177 of the regular show of Three Peeps with Talk Club. Um, we're doing this check-in. It's uh, How Are You Out of 10. Uh, Matt, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, I actually feel absolutely knackered. <laughs> Can't be honest with you. It was a bit of a full-on uh, full day. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a good a good eight, uh, eight and nine, I would say, yeah. Yeah, and uh, the reason it was a full-on day is Matt joined us in the former Players Association Legends Lounge and was responsible for taking down all the banners um, <laughs> and then moving them around from one place of Ashton Gate to another. So, so yeah, thank you very much for your help, Matt. No, and, my, uh, my pleasure. My always pleasure. appreciated. Um, right, so I, it's a... <laughs> It's an eight, eight o'clock on a Monday morning, um, so really I should be down at sort of a five or a six, but after <laughs> last night's, uh, well, last night, yesterday's performance, it, it picks you up. It does impact you, as we've said, so I'm probably at a seven, I'd say. If it was more like midday, I'd probably be more around an eight or a nine. Well, depending on how my Monday morning's gone in work, yeah. but uh, Mark is uh, retired in Cornwall, so he's always a ten, I'm sure. Mark? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to give myself a nine today, Patch. If it, if it wasn't for the fact that the M5 was shut on the way home yesterday, I would have been oh, a 10. But uh, no. I'm, I'm docking myself a point for that one because, uh, yeah, that wasn't great. But, um, no, it, as you say, when you when you get a performance like that and a win like that, um, it makes the drive home very easy. And, yeah, I, you know, it's like bring on the, it's bring on the next game, isn't it? Yeah, no, can't wait, can't wait. Right, let's have a look at the starting lineup. So we lined up Bentley, Atkinson, Naismith, Viner. Scott, Masengo, Williams, De Silva, Vyman, Conway and Wells. Now, Matt, at the start of the season, you were very public in the fact that you would basically kick off if Alex <laughs> Scott was playing right wing back. So, the team news comes through. Yep. What were your thoughts? I was disappointed. Um, I'm not going to lie. Um, but I'll also say, I think Nigel Pearson did get it right um, with how the game panned out. But... Um, I thought Alex Scott was immense in midfield the other night with with Han Noah, um, and I know that that Nigel Pearson likes Joe Williams as as do I, but I felt that those two, you know, would, would keep that midfield berth. But I think it shows the trust he's got in Alex Scott that he knew he would do do that job for him, um, and actually, it's probably I shouldn't say do that job anymore because he's played there enough that he can play there, so he he knows he can play there. I think, as I, I referenced last week, I like Kane Wilson, but I think Kane Wilson will need time in the championship. And George Tanner is still a young lad who, again, similarly to Kane Wilson, came from a bottom division side. So, actually, Alex Scott is probably the most, well, he is the most experienced of those options in the championship. Mm. Um, I think I'm sure that it will change on Wednesday in the the, the Carabao Cup. But, yeah, I, I, I just think we take away what Alex Scott has got and what he's about by playing him in that role. But yesterday, I was, I think actually was probably his most impressive performance in that role. Um, so yeah, it was, I was disappointed, but I think he got it right. 
Can you believe Alex Scott is two games away from his fiftieth appearance? Incredible, incredible. Yeah, um, and, and only turned nineteen. And yesterday. nineteen yesterday. Yeah, exactly. And just gets better and better. Um, you know, and and he's he's no longer a secret, is he? I've seen a number of clubs um, on their own tweets, sort of saying, you know, that that Alex Scott, Bristol City, what a player. Um, so yeah, and, and yeah, that's what we want in it at the end of the day. What's your take, Mark, on the the team so far this season? Really sticking with the three five two. Um, obviously, Conway coming in after you know a few games ago and and hitting the ground running. How have you felt so far? So the the three five two formation, it it, it times for me, um, it becomes five three two, um, and we could, we we quickly go back into that. Um, it, it, so you have to, we have to make sure we keep those wing backs going forward because if you don't, you just you just create, you know, and invite pressure on yourself all the time. Um, I think yesterday's uh, selection really pleased to see Wales and Conway um, given the start up front again because they were so good on on Tuesday night. They they absolutely deserved it, and I, my fear was that Chris Martin was going to come back. Because of the physical size of Cardiff, I was worried that they were going to revert to, to you know, bringing in Chris Martin. Um, and I think the fact that we kept on Conway and Wells, I, and I'll go back to this energy bit again, because they got a big back line, Cardiff. They were some big, big boys there. But when you've got guys running left left and right and running the channels around you, it makes it so much more difficult for the for, for defenders. Um, and... As I said, I think those keeping those two up front was was key, and I think that's what would absolutely help the performance overall yesterday. It also helps when we have those two on the pitch. I thought yesterday was they were you know without the ball they were defending from the front, they were closing down, and when you've got um, Andy Vyman as well, uh, you know doing hit what he always does, it, it made it a lot more difficult for Cardiff. Um, so yeah, really pleased to see those two. Um, it wasn't a surprise that. Um, he brought Joe Williams back in um, as he had to make a change. Um, yeah, yeah, I think we'll have to go with that one. But as you as you as you said just now, um, Matt, Alex Scott, though, uh, you know, I think we could put him in goal sometimes, and he would be class act. <laughs> think you would, yeah. Think you're right. Yeah. And it's a uh, really good point about the the, the press from the front. Um, it makes such a difference in. They were a big side, Cardiff. I, I really like the centre half, um, but also big in the middle and had that, um, and I'll probably get the pronunciation wrong, but Rinomoto in, in midfield that we were rumoured to be interested in. And again, you've got a, a, he's not tiny by any stretch, but a smaller player in Han Noah, who with just his energy and ratting around, won that battle, yeah. you know, and, and similarly with Joe Williams. So it's, I, I wrote in the, this week's column that, you, you know, Andy Vyman, as you said, Patch, Probably doesn't get didn't get noticed as much, but for me he was like he's the Andre Previn of of that side. He sets that tempo. So by doing that's a conductor just for those that Thank you. Sure. Yeah. I was just about to Google um, that. He sets that tempo. Um and when you've got him and then you've got Conway and Wells, and Naki Wells in two well, three games, because we, we saw him at the Coventry game, is playing the best football of his Bristol City career in. And I know that's a stupid thing to say in three games. But he is absolutely all over the place, and the combination is working brilliantly, isn't it? Joy, it's a joy to watch. Combination, Matt, I, I, nice. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say that. I, I think uh, Naki Wells yesterday had his his best game. Yeah. I've, I've seen him have for Bristol City. Yeah, um, I agree. And, and I, I also think as well, teams, 
and, and, and partnerships within teams is key. And the partnership bet- between Naki and, 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 and Tommy Conway in, in just the two, those two games yeah. is brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, and we, we've seen it in the under-23s, under-21s um, throughout last season in stages as well. And we've gone from the Western Supermare, the WSM, to the WCW. A little wrestling reference there for uh, some of yeah, our friends. For, for Andy Hall, yeah. Absolutely. But, it, it, I mean, again, and that's that's the other thing to say, Semenyo's waiting in the wings once mm. he's back fit, you know. So what... You can imagine being a defender and you've had Andy Vyman, Naki Wells and Tommy Conway running around all afternoon and then with 20 minutes to go, Antoine Semenyo <laughs> comes on. You're like, you know. And yeah, again, shows. And also Chris Martin. Chris Martin came on yesterday and did well. So, you know, let's not... Chris Martin has been been very good for us over the last couple of seasons. But and Tommy you know you said about, gives you something different. Yeah, you know you said about holding the ball up. Yeah. And, you know, but so Tommy Conway isn't isn't six foot plus. He still uses his body in the correct way to hold the ball up. So he's he, got that. He's got the energy. He's clever with it as well. Goals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. clever with it. He, he sort of puts his arms around the defender, and and I was, but he doesn't. He doesn't buy free kicks. He gets free kicks because of how he is. I mean, the, the free kick for the the second goal. It's his turn of speed that that the defender has to bring him down. The thing I noticed more than anything, and Mark calling out about Naki Wells with his best game. Naki Wells won an awful lot of ball in the air yesterday. The two of them flicked the ball on for each other really, really well. So, yeah, it is, it's about that partnership. And similarly, in the midfield was the same, and obviously with the back three as well. So, um, yeah, long, long may it continue. I don't actually know how tall Tommy is. He may be six foot. So if he is, then brilliant. Right. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. Congratulations, Tommy, on your height. <laughs> uh, he's six foot six on the pitch. Right, okay, let's get into the minutes. Um, so, fourth minute, a nasty collision between birthday boy Alex Scott and a Cardiff lad. Alex is put in the recovery position. Um, Mark, you were probably closest to that. Did you see what happened? It was a worrying minute or two. Yeah, they, they've, they've both gone up for the ball and they've both gone straight on the floor and not moved afterwards. Um, and to start with, um, it looked like it was Alex Scott who came off the worst. Mm. Um, and as you say, it was quite worrying. Um, we then seen Alex Scott moving and being sat up. Um, and Alex was then, you know, was obviously stood up and the Cardiff player was still down. Mm. Um, and at that point, I didn't know if it was just, they were just taking more time with the Cardiff player. Uh, but as soon as the Cardiff player stood up, it was obviously couldn't, he couldn't carry on because he stood up in, and staggered straight away um and it was obviously he was going to be going off but yeah nasty clash of heads uh, you know the, the the two guys in fairness to him have jumped and they've both gone to head the ball and yeah yeah shows that shows that early desire in a seven side derby but matt for me that sort of took took the wind out of our sails a little bit in terms of us getting that usual five minute start that we attack yeah, I mean, it broke, it broke it straight up, didn't it? And um, it, like you, I was a, b- a bit concerned to start with when you sort of see him sort of lying there. But again, shows the character of, of a 19-year-old, or well, really 18 as he was. Um, mm. well, he no, he was 19. Um, but shows his character and he's, he's fearless, Alex Scott, isn't he? That's, that's the other thing with him. Technically gifted, but also puts himself about and... Um, yeah, but but you're right. It did it did break it up a little bit from from how we've started really really quickly. And I think Sky referenced it as well in the the post match to um, to Nigel Pearson just how impressive we were from a starting point. So it's obviously something they're they're keen you know working on. 
Yeah. 14th minute, De Silva does well, sets Conway off. He heads towards goal and the angle is just too narrow to squeeze it past the keeper. Um, and the rebound shot is hit over by Andy Vyman. Um, and Matt, for me, it was almost a carbon copy of Naki Wells going through on Tuesday night. Yeah. But it's just the angle was a little bit Exactly, um, yeah. A little bit tighter, and the keeper was probably out a little bit further. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, he, he exactly did well to that. get the shot away. Yeah, exactly. That reminded me all the same. Yeah, but it was it was a good save, and and Vyman, it sort of bounced up at an awkward angle, wasn't it? So, I, I, you know, that was kind of half a chance, really. Yeah. 18th minute, Vyman set away down the left after great work from De Silva and Williams. A deflected cross is headed in by Masengo, but he's a judge to have fouled the keeper in the process, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> I said at the time when they, when that was uh, disallowed, I want to see that again. I didn't realise, obviously, the goalkeeper did have both hands on the ball. But again, go, going back to the fearless piece you, you said just now, Matt, you know, the single, he's gone in there. You know, the goalkeeper could have been coming out to punch or anything. He's gone in there to head the ball and, and, he, and he did head it. You know, yeah. even though the goalie had both hands on the ball, he still put the ball in the net. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that the goalie was down then for another couple of minutes. Um, I have to say, I'm fairly sure it was, it was it was the goalie's pride they were trying to fix. I don't think he was a, I don't think there's anything physical wrong with him. I think it was his pride was in tatters at this point. Yeah. Matt, what I want to know is, did you celebrate that goal like it was Masengo's first, or did you see the flag? No, and I think I've said before. I don't. I don't know why, but my natural reaction with every goal. But I'm a bit like VAR, I suppose. I'm probably made, <laughs> made to if watch Masengo fo- scores. Yeah, I'm made to watch football with VAR because I don't. I don't celebrate until I kind of realise straight away. You know, and I, I always look for offsides for anything like that. Um, I always look for the linesman flag, so I knew it wouldn't. And you could see even from the south stand there. Mm. Um, you know, it was always going to be given again, even though they're allowing challenges to go now. And having watched it back on Sky last night, yeah, clearly. Clearly a foul. It would have so. been a goal in the sixties, though, wouldn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and a bit for me as well is that I kind of think that Hanoa knew that it wasn't going to be allowed because you would think Hanoa's celebration when he scores is going to be <laughs> epic. You don't know what to do with himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it was a clear, clearly but, a foul. But like but again, Mark said, great to be getting in there and having that opportunity. Yeah, and again, shows great desire. Just yeah. launching yourself yeah. at that ball. And same yeah. with Alex Scott a few minutes earlier. Yeah. Um, Okay, 22nd minute. Great persistence and pressure from Tommy Conway. He squares it to Wells, but is blocked. And then Williams scuffs his shot, but wins a corner. Um, Mark, that was, again, a good opportunity. Tommy and Naki linking up really well. And Williams won't want to see that one again, will he? No, he won't. <laughs> um, it's, it, what, what was what was good about our play at this point is what we were keeping the ball on the ground and we were zipping the ball around. Um, and this is where we were we were forcing errors from Cardiff, and they they were they were struggling to uh, to defend against us. Um, and keeping that ball on the ground, these big lads they didn't like it. You know, the, the, as I said earlier on, the, the movement from the from the two guys was creating and all these sorts of problems. And as you said, yeah, yeah, Joe Williams, yeah, yeah. Not his finest strike, I think it'll be classed as. <laughs> 35th minute, Conway wins a free kick. Williams takes it. It's a routine uh, one that doesn't reach its target and Masengo is forced to take a yellow for bringing down the attack. Um, Matt, free kicks, corners, we've, we've been critical in the past. We saw a mixed bag yesterday. But on this occasion, it was just a bit of a strange one that um, that they went that they opted for that, and then it leads to a, a yellow card from Masengo. I understand mixing it up now and again, but just get it in the box on this occasion. 
get it in the box. And when when you've got the quality that that Naismith has, leave Naismith on them um, and 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 let him put them in there. Um, it was it was a good booking, if there is such a thing, because <laughs> they were breaking away and and a couple of times last season, and actually with Han Noah as well. Maybe that shows that he's learned. He lost the ball like that and then let his man go. And then, then uh, you know, certainly in one game, I remember him scoring. So for, for Han Noah, that showed again that he's learning. Um, and so it was good booking. But you know, what was it, 35th minute? He's then mm. potentially got, you know, another um, 55 minutes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, <very laughs> I was working it in my head then, yeah. <laughs> another 55 minutes, um, walking a bit of a tightrope. And, and when you're in midfield, it's very, very easy to pull someone back, make a late challenge. So, uh, yeah, it was um, a slight concern it was that early, really. But you're right in terms of, I thought our dead ball delivery early wasn't great. Go on, Mark. Sorry, I thought you were going to say something. Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think that's a really good point about um, uh, about Masingo there. Uh, I know the game we were on about from last season, Matt. You know, we and we've as a team we've done this several times before. We've let players um, break away, um, and rather than um, commit the foul, we've yeah. we've allowed the play to go. Um, you know, you've only actually Kieran Trippier yesterday. Just going to say that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in Newcastle. Um, you know, he had to dive that that far to bring his man down. It, it, um, it was. In, did you see the interview, Mark, afterwards with him? No, I didn't. So, have you seen the instant patch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Trippier was asked afterwards because obviously he was given a red card, and then the referee checked it on VAR and, and changed it to a yellow. And Trippier said that you know he, he wants to win the game, so he knew he had to bring De Bruyne down, um, but made sure that the way that he did it, he wasn't showing his studs. He, he said, "I'm not the sort of player to injure another player." So again, is and I'm I'm a little bit of a a kind of quandary with that because for me that is out and out cheating when you are deliberately trying to take someone down professional foul yeah exactly and, and i yeah. suppose that's what it is isn't it and where it was on the pitch is, is probably not a red but yeah it was in- interesting to see yeah um just after that little incident there with the with the free kick um there was a bit of finger pointing going on between wells and atkinson and a few others and i just thought keep your heads keep your heads and yeah. there's another incident coming up where uh where that happened but only a small passage of play where they didn't seem to be all on the same page um so so yeah it's 37th minute now cardiff are through on goal with waters um and bentley comes out spreads himself well gets his chest on the ball and it's enough to push it onto the bar um and it makes for a, a great save but that's the best chance of the half and cardiff then have another chance just after that and then there's a few chinks in the armour of City's team cohesion appearing, I've put, Matt. Did you notice that? Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. I've read an awful lot about Cardiff changing their style and being much more of a passing, fluid team. I thought they went long quite a lot yesterday. Um, and when when that ball got through to that Waters, um, Naismith almost looked like he's looking round for an offside and then him and Zach Viner were having a big, deep conversation afterwards. Brilliant save from Dan Bentley. Um, and I'm not sure who we were talking to, Pat, on the pod, but I sort of said very kind of Schmeichel-esque and, and he was saying it's actually kind of a K shape that they do now where that leg goes out and and it was exactly that, you know, really, really good save. And then I think it was the centre-half that raced through for their chance or, or the, the maybe the fullback. But yeah, you're then thinking, it's felt like we've been in control of this game and then they've had two really, really good chances mm. 
and then there was a few finger pointings and yeah um but again i don't i don't mind that i don't mind players it's not you don't want them digging each other out but when you're you're kind of having those conversations and that stems from Naismith. And he, don't get me wrong, I think he was he was culpable for the Waters chance, but he's such a leader, isn't he? That he wants everyone around him. You know, he's he's. I think Rob Atkinson said it after the game, but yeah, it was brilliant, brilliant. And but Dan Bentley, what what a save! Yeah. Okay. Forty first uh, minute. Go on, go on, Matt. I was going to say, how many times has Bentley done that for us? Yeah. Oh yeah. Season after season. Yeah. If there's a one on one, you you you're not you're not fearing the worst just yet because. You know, time and time again, he does that. I can't think of a better goalkeeper in the championship than Dan Bentley. Hopefully he's still with us come the end of the month. Right, 41st minute. Rob Atkinson intercepts the ball, sends a perfectly weighted pass to Wells, who whips the ball in with precision, who's Tommy Conway's header across the goal, nestles majestically in the net, and Conway once again gets to celebrate in front of the players' lounge. Um, Mark, your thoughts on... First of all, the pinpoint cross from Naki Wells, and then the ability that Tommy shows to head that ball. You know, we he had he had a chance up at Wigan, didn't let it affect him. If anything, this is a much much more difficult technique to head across the goal, um, and we're one 0 up. Yeah, so so the the previous passage of passage of play where Cardiff had, had, had had a couple of opportunities. What what I'd noticed at that point, Cardiff had been pressing us a lot more at the back. And we had to go along with the ball a lot more, which meant their 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 big their big guys at the back could, could take control. And it was you know, I thought that the, the the part start of the play, Rob Atkinson brought the ball forward. That broke the 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 line, if you like. That gave us the opportunity. Um, his his pass to for 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 Naki Wells was perfectly weighted. And then Naki looks up and he says, "An absolute fantastic cross." But it was made even better. It was it was Tommy Conway's movement, which was the the, the key thing here. He gets across the defender, um, and to when you look back, when you look at the the the, the header from behind the goal, he he knows exactly where he's placing that header. Um, it to be honest with you, it, it took about five minutes um, from when the ball left his head to, for it going in the back of the net. It seemed to take <laughs> forever, um, but it was such a fantastic header, uh, uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable! If that was if that was Ronaldo in in the Premier League, everyone would be mm. you know screaming from the rooftops about here he is again. You know what what a guy this is. You know with his head, I thought absolutely brilliant. Matt, three things to call out really: um, Atkinson's per- interception and perfect yep. pass yep. Um, as a, from a centre back, and we've seen him get forward more and more in recent games. Wells looking up, picking out Tommy Conway, and then the technique for for Conway to score. Yeah. All, all, all three of those. Um, it was, I mean, the, the the cross with his left foot and playing it, you know, it's, it's easy to shank that or to put it too close to the keeper. He plays the perfect cross to, to meet Conway almost by the penalty spot on that run and, the, and then the header, you know, superb. And if you watch it back, Naki Wells is celebrating before the ball's in the net. He's got his hands aloft. Wait, kind of, kind of wait for Tommy Conway to yeah, jump across. Tommy just but, runs yeah, past yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gives, him, gives him the big blank one, doesn't he? And uh, yeah, but yeah, it was today. it it was just a really really good goal and and sums up again what what a player we've got in Tommy Conway. We've got a goal scorer, you know, a lad that um, I think Trevor Chalice said it on the the Luton Town Robins TV game that he's done it 
all his city academy career. Mm. Um, and when when you're used to scoring goals like that, it's a it's a nice knack to have in it. And he, yeah, it was just it was a really really good goal patch, like you said, the the movement. The, the, the interception and the anticipation of that interception by Atkinson and then to play a perfect ball into Wells. So yeah, Dare I say goal. Atkinson, Wells, Conway is an interesting triumvirate. Was that the right word? It is the right word, yeah. Yeah, Thank it you. is. Yeah. Right. Uh, 43rd minute, Naismith free kick from deep. Picks out Vyman who smashes it right-footed onto the underside of the bar and it's almost another Vyman classic against Cardiff. Mark, you're probably best angled to talk about that one. Oh it, yeah, it's it's um I I couldn't believe it didn't go in. Oh, what a shot! <laughs> Let's be fair. <laughs> yeah, they they could have been five goalkeepers on that line. That ball was going past them. He hit that with such venom. Um, yeah, this particular time it hit, it hits the bar and bounces down and goes goes clear. Um, but it was a it was a again it was from a free kick I think wasn't it? Um, but yeah. it was it was perfectly done. Obviously straight from the training ground. Mm. Um. And Andy, yeah, so unlucky not to have uh, scored there. Yeah, he scored from there. He won yesterday. Yeah, it was a it was a Naismith free kick from deep, and he picks him out, and it and he didn't yeah, yeah. wait. It's, he didn't he didn't wait too long to make the pass either. Yeah, del- deliberate. It wasn't. Um, you know, it's not a. Sometimes you get balls into a, an area, or as you said, he's he's picked out Vyman. Um, the training ground. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bri- brilliant effort. I mean, I think even the Hungarian linesman, you know, would have still, <laughs> still recognised it. It wasn't a goal, but he almost could, a bit like Conway's header last week at Wigan. It was almost too good a strike from Vyman, mm. wasn't it? It was too pure. Yeah. Okay, uh, so we have, I think, six minutes of injury time and, uh, excuse me, Get that uh, Bob Fleming out. Right. Yep. Uh, so Cardiff have a goal disallowed, and it's uh, Calamo Dioda coming down the left, whips the ball across, they stick it in. Uh, Matt, uh, you were probably closest to that one. It, was it? I haven't, re- haven't seen yeah, it, it was. on TV. It was. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was um, OG, the the ex Liverpool player that, again, we were rumoured to be interested in. He goes a little bit too early. Um, and it, I mean, people have made the fact that, that Calamo Dioda sort of punched the air sort of with his ball across in Callum is a Cardiff City player now and he plays a really really good ball in that he thinks he's got him an equaliser um, so of course he's going to punch the air like that um, I actually thought he was their brightest attacking yeah, player yeah, yesterday Callum O'Dayda um, and, and I think a few a few fans have been a little bit um, oh well it's what it's Callum does, did what he did for us where you know he looks like he's okay and then you don't see him in no, I thought there was some real end product from him yesterday. I didn't think he got picked out a lot, but yeah, it was it was the right call. And again, as everyone's celebrating or you know the Cardiff end and all our lot are moaning, I just looked at the lines and straight away realised it was offside. So happy days. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, Callum O'Dowd had a very much a stop start career for Bristol City, Mark, didn't he? He showed flashes of what he was capable of, but didn't deliver enough consistency. No, um, you know, for for every time there was a great game, you know, Norwich away come obviously springs to mind every time. There were an awful lot of games where he never really got into the game. Um, and I thought yesterday, Matt, I, I thought he had some bright sparks spots in the game, but I thought he also disappeared for big chunks of it as well. I thought it was, it was I thought it was quite a um, a typical performance for for uh, Callum at, at Ashton Gate. To be honest with you. Yeah, yeah some I, great bits, some bits where he was just missing. 
Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, didn't see it as a missing. I just didn't see them getting the ball to him. He made a number yeah. of really, really good runs. Um, but you're right. I mean, Callum is is um, his performances for Bristol City weren't under one manager either, were they? No, so no, when, just... when when you see that over a number of managers, the bit that will interest me more than anything was just how fit he will be for Cardiff. If yes. you know, because I think in every season with us, he spent good long periods of time out injured, didn't he? So that that will yeah. be of interest, although not not that I'm interested really in Cardiff. So yeah. This is a message from the Bristol City Former Players Association. Throughout last season, we brought a number of ex-players back to Ashton Gate. We were pivotal in delivering celebratory events, including the Ashton Gate 8 40th anniversary, and we also celebrated the stars of the 60s who were paraded on the pitch. This season, we will be commemorating some important moments in the club's history and some very important people who were part of our club. If you would like to assist with sponsorship of any of these events, please get in touch with me via email to events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. In addition, we are always on the lookout for any interesting artefacts from the club's history to add to our ever-growing Bristol City archive. Thanks for listening, and my email address again is events at bcfcformerplayers.co.uk. Thank you. Uh, right, Rob's halftime summary. Short. A short one, but here we go. Uh, typical derby, mostly tense with rare openings. Bright start by us as per usual, but Cardiff were getting the upper hand when we scored and again as the half closed out. Great finish by Tommy from a pinpoint cross. Need to regain control again and up the tempo, which is what seems to be troubling them most. Okay, into the second half then, 47th minute. Callum O'Dowder gets forward, crosses, no one there. Uh, Vyman then sets off down the right, hard low cross to Jada Silva at the back post, whose shot hits the side netting. Um, Matt, we've seen Jada Silva getting forward a lot more in recent games, which has been, we've we've criticised him for, quite frankly, and, and we're almost thinking this is his last chance. But in the last few games, you cannot can't find many things wrong with Jada Silva. Yeah, we've we've criticised him for not getting forward. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he it's still an area that I think he needs to. It's probably more a confidence thing. I think I've said before. I think it's it's a confidence thing with Jay. Um, you want him bombing forward, and you want him having those opportunities. And and he actually should have done better with the effort, if I'm honest with you. Um, but it, Joe Bryan has been talked about in terms of. Fulham saying that you know he's he's not in their plans and will go out on loan. I don't think we could afford Joe Bryant, but I don't think there's many that wouldn't take him. Um, Cam Pring, interestingly, was back on the bench yesterday, mm. so you know maybe the the rumours of Pearson not fancying him or whatever. Maybe there's something else there in terms of an injury. So and that's what you want. You want the competition, and that's going to drive Jay on, or when Cam's in the team, Cam on. Um, but I thought, yeah, I thought it was a, a, again another good performance from Jada Silva yesterday. Okay. Yeah, he sh- he should he should have done better with the opportunity. He should have. You'd have been right behind so that. From Mark, our, yeah. yeah, yeah, from my position in the Dolman, it all he had to it, it appeared like all he had to do was hit the target yeah. and he would have scored. Yeah. Um, and and again, maybe it's a confidence thing. He snatched at it. Yeah. I don't think. I think a lot of it comes down to the fact if Patch doesn't have any wedge on it, then nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I put a, put a bet on next time. Put a cheeky pound on for him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
49th minute, Scott has a chance to play Tommy in and uncharacteristically hesitates. Ultimately leads to Viner lashing over. There was just a, it. Tommy was sort of pointing where he wanted it and Alex just didn't, where he didn't spot him or he's looking somewhere else. But then, yeah, as I say, Viner had an opportunity which went over. But again, don't see Zach Viner taking those shots. So confidence is breeding in him, Matt. Yeah, I it was one of those probably he shouldn't be taken. It was too far out and, you know, the technique wasn't there. But um, I, I am, you know, I haven't got a problem with Zach Viner at all. I think Zach this season, um, you know, he's found his bus pass and is well and truly sort of sat at the back now, isn't he? So, um, yeah, it was, again, another good performance from him. There were there were mistakes, I'm not, you know, but there were mistakes from Naismith, um, you know, who, who was arguably people's man of the match. So, um, Zach's putting himself back and the longer he plays with Naismith mm. the better a player he's going to become Mark we've we've seen Viner last season uh, pretty much as Matt said off the bus and on the brink of leaving the club but he's come back he's taken his opportunity and he's put in some good shifts yeah I, and that's you, know, you have to say take your hat off to, to Zach for this because when he came back for um, uh, pre-season training, he, he he must have known he's not not in a, a favoured position, and he's obviously worked his socks off. Um, he's he's got an opportunity. Sunderland w- wasn't a great game for him, and yet he's 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 carried on. He's kept his head down, and he's worked really hard. And and you know he's been a part of a back three that's kept a clean sheet for the last two games. And I thought he, he had a good game yesterday. Yeah, you know, this shot, as you said, Matt, is the technique wasn't there and everything else about it was wrong. But hey, you know, I'm not going to have a go at anyone who has a, who's willing to, you know, move forward and, and have a go at a shot like that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think Zach needs a lot of praise here. I think his, his, his mental strength to um, get himself back into the team is brilliant. I think he's done very well. Yeah. He's still not for everyone, is he? And and I know we all, we all have opinions, and I get that. But I, I just feel with Zach that there are some fans that just won't give him a chance because he's made some mistakes over the years. There's some fans that just every time something goes wrong, is they're on his back, where it's not the same for others. And just just look at you know look at what's out there, look at what he's trying to do. You know, give the kid the credit. So yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, 51st minute, Conway wins a free kick. Wells hits the hits the wall, then squares to Williams, whose shot is on target, but deflects wide. Then Atkinson stabs over. So a few chances there. Conway getting involved all over the pitch and getting knocked about in the process. He does get knocked yeah. about, Matt, doesn't he? Well, it, you know, again, we've referenced it. The, I think Tin said that he could play that Chris Martin role and hold the ball up and take the physical... My God, he was getting battered yesterday, wasn't he? There was a couple of times where he went down, sort of holding his head, and I was thinking, oh, he's, he's, and at one point, um, I thought he was going to have to go off. They, they had the physio about to come on in. Mm. Again, shows the character of the the, the young man there. No, no, I'm going to carry on. I'm going to you know run it off. In it's what you want to see. It's what you want to see. Yeah. 59th minute, Viner gets booked for time wasting. I thought that was a pretty oh harsh booking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of. I think- Pick the ball up, and yeah. what have you counted to three and then booked him, Raph? It was yeah. I couldn't believe it. I think I'd looked, I, you know, yeah. uh, looked down at my phone for a split second. And he's getting booked. I, yeah, that was a bit and, and a without bit of a any without any warning as well. I didn't see. No, no we weren't didn't. doing anything to slow the game down. Um, yeah, I, I just felt again it was a, and a referee. It's the 59th minute. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it, it was I, a referee over eager. I thought. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I thought that was a strange one. And I think, I can't remember if it was just before that or just after that. The referee had to go at uh, um, Dan Bentley as well. Yeah, he did. Him to yeah, yeah. the game up. It's yeah. like, it's like, yeah, give him a chance. It's, it's, not like, it's, shoelaces up it's an interesting one with the goal, isn't it? Because they, they start to do that in the second half, but you can take as long as you want in the first half. That yeah, it makes yeah. no difference, it's, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 60th minute. Vyman deep cross to Jada Silva. Um, into Hanno Masengo, who shoots well wide, but I thought it was well wide. Matt, was it well wide from your angle? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it was. Yeah, yeah, you can't ever tell from where I am. <laughs> well, not well wide, but it was never troubling the goal. Yeah. Okay, yeah. but again, another shot on target. Sorry, shot on oh. goal from Handoa. Yeah. Sixty-second minute. Tommy wins another free kick. He's upended after good work from Jada Silva and Wells. A great delivery in from Naismith, and Rob Atkinson gets down to head the ball home. A WWE cele- celebration on Twitter, smashing Tanner or John Cena. Over the head with a money in the bank briefcase. Again, another little wrestling reference for you, Matt. Yeah, that meant nothing to me. Completely. <laughs> I know, I know John Cena. I think I've seen some of his films. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but, but what it, a header! What what a delivery! First all, of all, yeah, and what a header! Getting down, you know, in the right place at the I, right time to head. I, I think even even I could have scored that one. To be fair, probably wouldn't have gone in my head. But it's all about a delivery, and, and I, I listen back to. Um, Radio Bristol's post-match and they were replaying the goal and, and Gary Hours and I love listening to Gary Hours because he's a, he's a proper City fan mm. um, and it would be like any one of us doing the commentary but you just hear him going what a ball what a ball <laughs> as Atkinson sort of stoops to head it in and yeah you've you got to be there I mean it's nice to see Rob Atkinson being able to, to get into the box and get a header rather than being wrestled to the ground wasn't it but yeah yeah, I think he said afterwards it was his, his sort of most important goal or his best goal, didn't he? So, well, I yeah. think that, that I think that wrestle, wrestling um, gif on Twitter stems from him being wrestled to the floor on numerous, uh, right. numerous occasions this season. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark, for for you, it's uh, great to see a set piece come off, isn't it? Well, we we talked earlier on about um, uh, a set piece um, in, in the first half, the, the one from Nate Smith when he chipped it forward, um, and, yeah, and Andy did. Yeah. Is it the bar? And another one, which was, you know, we're not quite sure what they were trying to do. This one, we were all crying out, you know, to whip it in. And in fairness to Julian sat behind me, he shouted out, that's the one before Atkinson <laughs> had even it, it got his head on it. It was a brilliant ball in. It's 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 very hard to defend that kind of that kind of crossing. It's it with pace, it's it in right into the right area. And as you say, it, it just needs someone to touch the ball forward and it's going to go in the back of the net and Rob Atkinson uh, yeah brilliant head on yeah. the ball it's, it was a great it, but it was it's, it was the it was the as you say it was the delivery of the ball in was just superb yeah 66 minute great save from Bentley to get his hand to the ball as they go and try rounding him um, and then great closing down again so two saves in the space of 30 seconds from Dan Bentley Matt that as we're 2-0 up you don't want to concede straight away uh, gets the gets the, the game back in Cardiff's dangerous scoreline, isn't it? But yeah, again, it was a bit of switching off for the one. I think I think Nay Smith and Bentley kind of left it for each other, um, and yeah, it, it's it was one of those saves. If he doesn't get the ball, mm. it's a penalty. Yeah, and, it could have been red card. And, and yeah, I don't know if the double jeopardy thing comes in with the goalkeeper, but okay. but yeah, it was one of those things that. Um, yeah, it was it, it was a, a vital, vital save, wasn't it? And like you said, at the timing of the game as well, you go 2-1 with, what, 25 to go. Um, 
it changes the whole you go, complexion. You go two one with with three minutes to go. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and you start to wobble, Mark. Yeah, yeah well, at this point, the 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 Carter's best chances came from our mistakes and us not clearing our own lines yeah. uh, correctly. Um, and both those opportunities came from um, from us not clearing the ball. The the first one um, was Rob Atkinson. It was probably his only mistake of the whole game, but. Yes. He, he he scuffed the clearance. He's only got about 10, 10 yards up the pitch, um, and it's created us all sorts of, of of problems. But again, we mentioned Dan Bentley beforehand. Again, you know, great great saves. Um, and as you, as you say, they've tried around him. He's got his hand to the ball. Uh, uh, if he doesn't, it's a penalty. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if it weren't for our own mistakes at this point, I, you know, Cardiff weren't weren't getting back in the game. It, it was our gifts to, to them. Which, which which helped them. Yeah, very true. Um, 72nd minute, a great tackle from Williams. He scoops the ball, then feeds Wells, who opts to shoot um, and wins a corner. And then good delivery from Scott, but Vyman concedes a free kick from that delivery, that corner. Um, Joe Williams, we haven't mentioned him much, Matt, yet on this podcast, but I thought that was exactly what we expect from him, is getting in, scooping the ball, and then setting up an attack. Kept, kept putting his foot in, didn't he? Um, and and trying to drive us forward, yeah. I thought I thought it was a really good performance from Joe Williams yesterday, and worked well with Hanno in there. Yeah, seventy mm. seventh minute. It's Wells finding Vyman after great persistence from Viner. Vyman knocks it in, but it's just offside. Again, you know that's one where you definitely check the offside flag, Matt, isn't it, to see whether yeah. it is or not. Yeah. Um, but and it was. yeah, great persistence from Viner there to actually win the ball back i don't know if he lost it but uh yeah that was uh something that i noted there 79th minute conway off martin on and yeah he he did get battered all over the pitch conway and and i think for me that was the right decision on that occasion mark your thoughts on that one conway off martin on 10 minutes to go yeah it, it was not, not long before this one when when um uh i think it was the referee was trying to get the the trainer on to have a look at uh tommy um how he, how be, just before this, Tommy didn't get a free kick because he got sandwiched between two players, one of which is shoved him two handedly out yeah. of the way. Yeah. Um, and Tommy's ended up on the ground for quite some time. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think um, taking him off at this point and bringing Chris Martin on um, uh, to take some battering and to start holding the ball up, I thought it was absolutely the right thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, okay. 80, 80th minute, Williams booked for winning the ball, then kicking it away. Um, yeah, that was that was an interesting one again for me. It was, uh, yeah, it, he, he, he kicked it away, but he didn't, it didn't really boot it away. It was, uh, again, no, he, a little bit of a strange he, one. He knew what he was doing there, didn't he? So, yeah, yeah, another professional yellow. Yeah. Uh, amazing defending from Hanno Masengo in the corner. The Rottweiler is truly back. Please sign a contract. I've, I've written here. Yeah. Uh, Matt, we've we've spoken at length about Masengo and that sort of dogged determination. But down in the corner, down in our own corner as well, uh, he, he did enough to to get the ball back and we saw that on numerous occasions and there someone's put together a, a highlight reel of all of Masengo's actions and, and touches in uh, the game yesterday and yeah it's it's one of his if not his best performance for me I think it the impressive thing it followed an impressive performance on Tuesday yes. against Luton um, and they were both probably not not the, the Preston game, a, a bit like Mark said about the Calamo Dada um, sort of Norwich game, the Preston game is the one with, with Han Noah. Um, 
that was very much like that. Probably not so much from a creative point of view because he was he was more sort of attacking with that and uh, the pressing game. But and I probably that both... pressing game as well. He stood out from everyone else, but because yeah, everyone else had exactly. a good game. Really as well. good point. Yeah, really good point. But I th- I thought both on Tuesday night with Alex Scott and then yesterday with Joe Williams, they they he, he seemed to be given the license to to go forward a little bit more. But yeah, he was ratting around, winning the ball. And, you know, I'm I'm desperate for him to sign a new contract. And when I see his sort of tweet afterwards saying about the water tasting better this side of the seven in, you know, the 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 adoration that he gets from the City fans singing, singing the song uh, and as he's walking off, I look at it and think, why wouldn't you sign? And then quite rightly someone says, well, because he's probably going to get a million signing on fee from wherever he goes in. <laughs> And I and I get that, but he might go somewhere else and not play and and not have those same kind of feelings. So I really, really do hope that they are still talking it and it's not a closed door. Um, Very because, creative on Instagram as well. And for anyone who's not following Hanoa, yeah. um, it's some inside the dressing room pictures. Yeah, quite uh, quite creative as well. Quite artistic. Quite, yeah, very artistic. Yeah. <laughs> The thing I noticed yesterday as well, Patch, the number of times you say he goes ratting around, he gets himself in between the player and the ball. Yeah. And then his his over the first five yards, his speed away then from that player yeah. wins so many free kicks yeah. because he's he's gone away and, and he's been he's been brought down. It, 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 he, and he was doing that in as he said in the eighty off minute yesterday. Um uh, with that with that turn of pace, the turn away from the players was just brilliant. Yeah. And yeah, for anyone who hasn't seen, um, I don't know who put together the the, um, the 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 clips throughout the game of what he did yesterday. It's worth watching because, uh, yeah, uh, superb performance. Clubs will look at him when he puts in performances like that. Clubs will look at him because he's mm. you, you forget again. He's still a young man um, at the end of the day. So uh, yeah, I, I I I like you said, Patrick. I really hope he signs a new contract. Yeah, uh, Williams comes off and Andy King comes on. Just a pair of fresh legs in the middle. Uh, 85th, and Williams obviously been booked as well. Uh, so 85th minute, it's Wells to Vyman. Heads inside to Martin, who just goes to ground. Not a penalty for me, Matt. No, no, no chance. No, it was a, got stuck under him a little bit, didn't it? And, and he, he tried to, to win one, but no, it wasn't a pen. Okay. Uh, Kane Wilson comes on from Masengo. Masengo receives a stand innovation. Uh, 93rd minute, Martin sets Wilson away and he squares to Wells, but the keeper just intercepts. So flashes, Mark, of, uh, of, of Wilson. And we'll see a lot more from him. I expect he probably will get a full game on, uh, was it Wednesday at, yeah. at Wickham? Yeah, he, he showed great pace down the down the the, the right the right wing um, to get the ball in, and it was yeah they got it was just too close to the goalie. The goalie came out to collect it before he um, before Naki Wells could get to the ball. Naki went absolutely crazy because <laughs> it was a tap in. It was a tap in. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Naki went crazy. Yeah, he did, um, and then he comes off just after he skies one. Um, I've written here. I think it was. I think it was just absolute tiredness, and he just had time for to get a shot away. And if anything, he was time wasting by kicking it high, wide into into a row Z. But in, interestingly, then Wells then comes off for closer. Now, I thought there was only you were only allowed three situations of substitutes, but that was the fourth, wasn't it? Um, did I miss something? One for Lee Paul. Because we had um, so Con- Conway, seventy ninth minute Conway, 
Yeah. Then 84th minute, Joe Williams comes off. 88th minute, Han Noah, and then 94, Naki Wells. Oh, right. Is it because uh, uh, concussion? Be... They had a concussion. Yeah, yeah. They had a concussion yeah. sub in the first. So the lads. Oh, they, they did. did. Yeah. And then if. if So the opposition gets a, a sub as well with that. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Nailed it. Right. Okay. So that's it. 2 0. Seven side derby. As you say, it's become a good fixture for us in recent times and uh, one that we always enjoy. Uh, Matt, over to you. Let's go through the ratings. Interesting to hear these. Yeah, um, and again, please, please, kind of challenge away because I think it it was especially with the man of the match. I think for probably one of any few games I can remember in the last few years, there were probably four or five players that that could you, you couldn't argue against being man of the match. So mm-hmm. anyway, so Dan Bentley, I've gone eight, um, and people might go, yeah, well, he made three really crucial saves. So you know, for for me. That that's more than I would expect him to have to do, and and one on one saves as well. So yeah, um, so eight eight for Dan. I've gone seven for Zach. Thought was decent performance. Um, yeah, a couple of times that it sort of gave the ball away with a sort of poor pass, but overall I thought it was a good performance. Any May challenge? Smith, any challenge on that? I I I I was knocking on eight door personally, but yeah. um, if if Mark thinks a seven then that's the majority yeah i think it's i think it's seven i think he had a i think he had a good game um um and you know yeah there were a couple of mistakes but uh, yeah no he he's he's doing well and I, yeah i think a seven is a, is a good score there but yeah it's, he's he's done better than we we expect yeah okay um nate smith arguably again people's man of the match but i thought um as good as the delivery was and his leadership and everything, there were two moments that, that he lost his man that led to those saves. So I went eight for him. Um, you could look at it and go, well, actually, he probably made more of a mistake than, than Zach did. But I also thought you've got to take into account his delivery and the way that he he's the one that sets how we're going from the back, isn't he? So, yeah. So it was eight for me. Rob Atkinson, I've gone nine, was right up there for, for man of the match for me, Rob. Um, is a clean sheet. I thought he was really, really good bringing the ball out again. Scores the header, um, was massively involved for the first goal. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, I, I was doing this at nine o'clock last night, so maybe I'm still a bit giddy having watched it again. But <laughs> So I went I went nine for Rob. Um, Jay De Silva, I've gone seven. I thought, again, it was a good performance from Jay, but I'm not, I'm not going to go over the top because he's still... You know, hit the target and stuff, but yeah, I thought it was a, it was a much improved performance. Um, and when we talk about six, is what I expect. He probably went above what I would expect of, of what we've seen over the last season or so. So yeah, um, Joe Williams, I've gone eight, and Han Noah, I've gone eight. Both again could be nines. Um, both again could be man of the matches. Um, I've got to be um, careful. So- I've got to be careful with Han Noah because I I constantly talk about Han Noah and I could probably give him man of the match quite a few times. So yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mark. Yeah, I th- I thought jo- Joe Williams took some time to get into the game in the first half. I yeah. thought he was. He, it was it, at times in the first half. He, he was he was slow. He was pondering, and his his speed of ball um, and his speed of close down were. Uh, uh, wasn't what it was. He 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 improved a lot in the second half. Uh, but I would have only gone seven for Joe. Okay, patch. Yeah, I think well, Masengo definitely stood out more out of the two. Um, okay. So yeah, I think one should be 
higher than the other. We'll go seven, seven for Williams and eight for, for Han then. Um, Alex Scott, I've gone eight. Um, I thought Alex Scott, again, playing in that position, but he didn't look out of place, got forward, was, you know, um, defended really, really well. I can't remember too too many opportunities coming down his side. Um, so I thought it was a, a, another really good performance from Alex. Sorry, what score was that? Eight. Um, Andy Vyman, I've gone eight. I thought Andy Vyman, although you sort of said, didn't notice him as much. I think, again, he just sets everything we do. Um, and it was a, just a that that triumvirate, the three of those at, at the top. Um, that's going to be the word of the pod this season, isn't it? WCW. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, Andy Vyman, I mean, I think Dean Holden referenced it yesterday that there, there, were, there are clubs looking at him, which makes you think probably Stoke have had a little look at him as well. Um, we we couldn't we couldn't sell Andy Vyman not to stay. Well, sure. not not to anybody. I think I think so much of of what is good about our side is Andy Vyman. Um, and and again, we put in our WhatsApp group, didn't we? That we talk about the jewels, you know, the Scott, the Semenya, the Masengo. I think Conway's now coming into that equation, yeah. and Andy Vyman as well. And I don't, the best bit of transfer business we can do before the end of August is we keep all of these players. Because you know you're seventh now, keep those players. Semenya coming back in, Kalas coming back in. Who's to say where it could end up? So yeah, so Andy, I've gone eight, and then up top, um, Tommy Conway and Naki Wells. They they were, um, the positions of the match. The two of them together, I thought, were just excellent. So I went two nines, um, and and the the the, the one bit of debate for me is, I went. Conway, man of the match. Then I went Wells, man of the match. <laughs> and then I've put on a note to myself, I'll let Mark and Patch decide because I, I honestly thought, I mean, we gave Conway the Luton man of the match. thought it was another really good performance from him and he scored. And does the goal separate the two of them? But I also thought Wells' work rate and the pass for the goal and everything, it was a, a really, really good performance from Wells. But probably the goal separates the, the, the yeah the... Uh, so unsurprisingly um conway for me um and also the fact that he was man of the match for sky i think as well right um but yeah the the yeah. goal does separate it for me but they they seem to come really as a pair uh, yeah. wells constantly looking out for conway and as you said this is the best couple of performances we've seen from naki wells but uh, mark your thoughts yeah i th- i think uh... For me, if if and you're, I completely agree there, Matt. And I said right at the beginning, I thought that the two of them played brilliantly together. They absolutely complemented each other. As one of them got the goal, he only got the goal because it was such a fantastic cross from the other. But as one got the goal, he he gets the man of the match as well. Yeah, excellent. Interestingly, had Williams stayed at eight, it would have been exactly the same rating as the Luton game. Um, All right. But with Williams dropping down, it goes to to an average of of eight for the game. It feels to me um, like it, it was it more of a complete performance, or maybe it was just because it was against Cardiff. I don't. Yeah, know. I, mean, I, I don't know. I think I don't think Luton really troubled us at all, did they? Um, so yeah. yeah, and and then for Nigel, it's got to be another eight as well. Um, you know, two nil seven side. Arguably, does it does it go higher than that? He got the big calls right again. Um, yeah. I went I went eight for it. Excellent. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, 
let's roll into Wednesday. We'll come to Wednesday in a second. I'm just going to go through a few tweets. Um, Matt, are you okay? For yeah, yep, 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 yep. Right. Uh, okay, Nigel Smith, fantastic afternoon. I love it when you leave and the concourses are full of happy City fans singing their way out. Come on, you Reds. Tim says, if Carls- Carlsberg did football weekends... Uh, Johnny P, so good to be enjoying watching City again. You can't ask for anything more when you see them fight for everything and play pressing football. A win and a clean sheet tops it off. TC is a revelation. I'm not a Han Noah Masengo fan, but can't knock him of late. It's been a great week. Happy days. Ingi, love that today. Really good performance from all the boys, but my days, there's nothing better than seeing one of your own bossing it and Tommy Conway was an absolute beast all game. Bryn, Conway and Wells were fantastic again, as as was Hanno and Masengo. Two trips down from Oxfordshire in a week for six points and two clean sheets. I'll take that. Dare I say we're building momentum. Happy birthday, Nige. Come on, you Reds. George, what an afternoon. Hope you enjoyed it. Yes, we did. Thank you, George. Um, so there's a few tweets there, and then one from Lee Williams, who was our guest last game. Uh, I was hugely impressed with Conway today on so many levels as a striker. Movement, pace, held his own on a physical level, won a few in the air, combination play, communicated well with the press, didn't look like a striker with less than five championship starts. Some really good comments there, Matt, and it makes it all a bit easier for us, doesn't it, to do this? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, and that's, that's you know, I think any podcast wants to be positive, don't they? They want, But you can only be positive with what you see in front of you. Um, and there were very few um, negative things you could say about the, the last two performances. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, an impressive couple of victories. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, changes how we feel, doesn't it? We go into Wednesday in the, the Carabao Cup, Mark. Um what do you do? Do you keep the momentum, keep the team? Do you shift it up? What do you do? And then got Blackpool next Saturday. I think he'll. I think they'll do what they did last time. They need to make a few, uh, a number of changes. I think to give some players uh, a bit of a break. Um, we, we've said we said about Tommy. He, he took you know a number of clatterings yesterday, as did Alex Scott with it with the head earlier on. Um, I think it's time to bring in people um, like Campring to give him a game, um, uh, bring Wilson in to give him a game. Um, so I think there'll be a, a, a number of changes like that. But I, I, I do agree with you, Pat. So I'd like to see you know keep keep as many players going as we can who who have no knocks because. There's nothing better than momentum for for um, you know keep keeping driving things forward. And another win on on Wednesday builds more momentum before you go into the next game, which is Blackpool. Um, so I'd like to see, uh, yeah, give some of the players a break. Um, anybody with a light, slight knock, give them a break. But yeah, keep the rest of the team going. Yeah, for for me, Matt, I think I'd like to see the back three kept the same to keep building that relationship. I'd like to see Wilson on one side and, and Pring on the other. What he does in the middle, maybe Andy King gets a start. And then it's it's really interesting what you do with that front front three. What are your what are your thoughts? I think you've got to rest Tommy because he he took a few knocks um yeah. Saturday. But again, he might not want to rest. He might, you know, it, it's pretty it sure will he be won't Nig- want to be rested, but Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah, you know, Nigel's got a big quarter mate. It's it's interesting the the Coventry game was on the back of a couple of defeats. Yeah. And so the mindset was very much, I want the same group of players to get that confidence. And like Mark said, 
okay, well, that still stands. You still want them to continue building that confidence. So I ex- I expect the changes you've talked about, probably closer, Pring, Wilson, King in the middle. Um, Joe Williams, we know, won't play. Um, so, you know, does, does Masengo stay in there? Um, or does Scott sort of go in there from from with Wilson coming in? So, yeah, it's probably... I probably would go Martin up top. Um, I don't know how close Antoine is to, to getting back to some match time. You know, it might be 20 minutes, half an hour for Antoine as well if he is there. So, but there, there definitely will be changes, yeah. Yeah, maybe even a chance for Dylan Kaji or Josh Hours or someone yeah, to come yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah, Who potentially. Uh, right, any other business, Matt? Anything I've missed? No, no I don't um, so. I've handed off the uh the podcast prizes to claire garrity yesterday which was the jordan hall art and Brilliant. also uh the, the the richard latham book uh off to sean hawkins so it was great to meet those guys and and there'll be more coming along the line so don't forget to follow us over on twitter at 3piapc an impressive debut from mark powell thank very you very impressive yeah no no what, uh... what's the plan for the rest of the day um, it's surfing actually we got we got friends <laughs> staying down if you live in Cornwall you always get people staying with you throughout the summer um, and, and young Charlie wants to go surfing so it's surfing however it's going to be surfing in the rain because it's absolutely chucking it oh, down, is it? down oh, oh dear what a shame yeah, yeah. What a I shame. know yeah alright lovely stuff thanks Mark thanks Matt hey, we'll be back okay. soon uh, probably Thursday for the Wickham podcast um, and yeah keep listening and keep enjoying it and keep enjoying the football thanks for listening everybody and take care thanks everyone Thanks, everyone. Cheers. I've been riding low. I've been riding fast. Gonna take this moment. I'm gonna make it last. Because you don't know me. Don't be quick to judge. Because I tell you something. I don't care that much. Don't come around here.
keep riding I'll give you my name Watching that little town slowly disappear